when you're speaking life, your soul, your spirit man, gets all excited. And from the inside, you're like, yeah, 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 that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's what I needed to hear. Well, instead of waiting on somebody to tell you, say it to yourself. There is hope in Jesus. He is the only way. Hello, my friends. Welcome once again to Kingdom Rock Radio. This is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you so much for being a part of this wonderful series. We're in the series entitled Watch Your Mouth, and today is part number six of that series, and I know that you're going to have a great time. Now, if you've not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. If you have, once again, hooray! And a lot of you have been subscribing to Kingdom Rock TV on the Roku channel, and to you I say hooray! Jesus is doing a wonderful thing, and if you've not subscribed, Make sure you subscribe today and share it with a friend. We're going to have a wonderful time, and I'll see you over there. All right, without any further ado, here comes today's message, and it is part number six in the series entitled Watch Your Mouth, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. And Father, I pray that today that as we take of your truth, as we dine in your truth, I pray, Father, that our lives are changed, that we are set free, that we healed, that we are delivered. And Holy Spirit, we all ask that you would teach us today. Speak words of knowledge, speak words of wisdom. Encourage our hearts. Let us hear what the Father is saying. We love you today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, as you know, we've been in a series for the last six weeks or so entitled what? Watch your mouth. And today is part number six of that series. And so, again, I want to welcome all of you that are here today. And also, I want to welcome our online community. Kingdom Rock, let's welcome our online community. Welcome, online community. Wherever you are all around the world, we want to thank you so much for tuning in today, uh, either by video or audio, wherever you are. We want to let you know that you are part of the service. We love you and we appreciate you. We thank you so much for your prayers and, your, and for your financial giving. We thank you for keeping, helping us uh, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much because the people like you were able to continue to be here and we will be here in Jesus' name. Thank you. All right, let's go um, again to James, the third chapter. Some of you know it's kind of like almost like a broken record. Every week, James, the third chapter, we're going to read verses 1 through 12 of the King James Version, and then we're going to go forward. Uh, Now, before we do that, do me a favor and say with me, I am the righteousness of God God. in Jesus Christ. Christ. I'm getting better, better, better. Better. every day. In every way, I'm getting better. My body is healed. I'm out of debt. I am blessed beyond measure. I'm at peace and at rest in my Father's love. All right, amen, 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 amen. Let's use some of that power, amen? All right, so let's go. Uh, James, the third chapter, verses 1 through 12, out of the King James Version. This is how it reads. It says, my brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouths 
that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold, also the ships, which though they uh, be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a small, rather is a little member, and boasts of great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature. Oh, we had a, we had a wonderful time with that, didn't we? we? And setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed. And with and uh, and have been tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full, full rather full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doeth the fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bring olive, or rather bear olive berries, either a vine, figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, we've been here for quite a while, and, and if you haven't had not had a chance to hear part five, four, three, two, one, please go to the website and get those materials so that you can catch up and uh, really just dive into God's rich word. Because even on last week, we spoke about the course of life, how your tongue, the words that you speak, affect the course of life, the course of nature. And the word nature means Genesis. Genesis, how the words that you say can affect the course of your genesis, affect the course of your beginning. It sets things in motion, and many times from your own ancestry. And you and your own progeny, shall we say, and you have the ability to either speak life or speak death. So for more on that, hear what was, uh, we talked about last week. But for verse number seven, we're going to go back to verse seven and, uh, and talk about verse number eight and go on. Now notice it says in verse number seven, and every kind of beast and of birds and of uh, serpents and of things in the sea is what? Tamed, is tamed and hath been what? Tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Now, we said that this can be possible. It can be true. And uh, for the a man that is not born of God, uh, it is true that the tongue is full of deadly poison. But the tongue can also be full of life. You can have life-giving words in your tongue, in your mouth, life-giving words. But here's the thing, and we'll see this today. Unless life is not in your heart, in your soul, it's not going to come forth and spring forth out of your mouth. Are you hearing? Your tongue can be one of uh, poison or it can be one of health and healing. 
And as we said, I want to bring this point right back up to you now, that uh, if you take the average of the two people that you know, one, you say, well, they, people that you know, uh, they, you look at one person, you say, well, they, they really looks like they have everything together. Of course, we don't know everything about everybody, but just from the surface, at least, it looks like they have everything together. It looks like they're really serving the Lord, everything is well. Can you think about somebody like that? And then think about someone who really needs help in all their lives. I mean, someone that you know who maybe keep calling you, hey, I need help with this, I need help with that, or whatever. You know, think about those two people, one that's doing well and one that is not doing so well. It could be those in your classroom, uh, it could be those on the, in your community, those on the job, what have you. Think of those two people, one that's doing well and the other one that's not doing so well. All right, what's the difference? Listen, listen to their communication, to their words. The one that is doing well mainly speaks positive, mainly speaks positive and encouraging words come out of there. Now, from time to time, uh, they may say something negative, but that's from time to time. Mostly positive from time to time. You got a little negative coming out, right? Look at the one that's not doing so well. What are they saying? Well, mostly it's negative. From time to time, you may hear a little bit of positive come out. Both of their lives are built, uh, you can clearly see them through their words. Now, by the same token, if you are mainly a negative person, I can about guarantee you, you got problems at home, problems in your body, definitely some health challenges, there's no doubt about that. Possibly some financial challenges as well because your life is built around that. You built your life around all that negative and that negative just flows to you. You may say things like, why does this stuff keep happening to me? Why does this keep happening to me? Because it's floating all around your life. You've released it and it keeps coming back, keep coming back, coming back. By the same token, if you say, hey, life is good. I have a few hiccups here and there, but life is good. Hallelujah, life is good. Jesus is good to me. Hallelujah. And you've got a good positive testimony. I can, I, can, I can almost be rest assured that you are speaking some good positive words of affirmation about yourself and others that are around you. Hallelujah. Because the same way you build, you're building your lives by the words that you release out of your mouth. So again, your words are the roadmap of your life. Your words are the magnet, if you would say, of your life. They either call things to come to you, attract things to you, or they can repulse uh, things from, uh, from getting to you. They can either draw or send things away. Yes. Are you hearing? Amen. How many of you love to be around positive people? Amen. Yes. Oh, it makes, you, it makes you feel energized. Yes. Yes. How many of you love being around negative people? What happens? Positive people, they pull. I mean, they draw you in, right? I mean, and then those negatives, what happened? They drain you. Constantly drain you. Constantly drain you. So you have to decide which one you're going to be. And I'm talking about positive thinking or, or positive vision, but I'm talking really about the word of God and speaking it forth out of your mouth. Are you hearing? So you have to choose which one you're going to be. Now, the Bible says again, no man can tame the tongue. It is impossible for your tongue to be tamed. The word tame there means to, uh, to restrain. 
To restrain, it also means to curb. Uh, to curb, you've heard about, um, try this new diet pill. It will curb your appetite. Are you hearing? So the Bible says that no man can tame or curb the effectiveness of the tongue or the potency of your, of your tongue. You can't restrain it. If it's in your heart, it will come out. Okay, now that's, that's very important because what happened, God set that in place. He set an invisible line or an invisible conduit, if you will, between your mouth and your heart. And he put that there, and this, this uh, line cannot be bypassed. In other words, no one can ever use the mouth, um, the mouth over a long time uh, deceitfully. What you are will eventually come out. Amen. What's in your heart will eventually come out. If you have an enemy that smiles in your face and say, oh, how you doing? He, he, he. Oh, I got the best in mind for you. Keep watching and keep listening. Keep watching, keep listening. Their words will betray them. But by the same token, if they are truly for you, truly love you, truly care about you, their speech will also betray them because you'll always hear those good things about you. It's constant. Are you hearing? Your speech will always betray you, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Now, so let's look a little bit further about this principle of heart and mouth. Let's go to the book of Matthew, Matthew 12, verses 31 through 35. Let's look, I want to show you two, actually two scriptures in Matthew that help bring this about. Matthew 12, verse 31 through 35. This is how it reads, uh, the Lord Jesus speaking. He says, wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. But the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven of men. Well, I wonder what does that mean? How do you blaspheme the Holy Ghost? Keep on reading. Verse 32. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. Now notice, I want you to show you something here. Look at the word speaketh. Speaketh, meaning to say or to utter forth words from the heart. Okay, to say or utter forth, all right? He says, whosoever speaketh or to say or utter forth words from the heart, a word against the Son of Man, against Jesus, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh or saith or uttereth words from the heart against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. So the unpardonables, unpardoning, unpardoned, unpardonable sin, the sin of blasphemy is not killing somebody, shooting somebody, all this other stuff, but it has to do with your mouth. Interesting, isn't it? It has to do with your mouth. You can talk yourself right into hell. Isn't that something? Jesus said, by your words you are justified, or by your words you will be condemned. It's all about, so God, again, is very serious about the words that you speak. And part of that unpardonable sin is speaking a word against the Spirit of God. Now, of course, that's not one word, but it's words spoken over a lifetime. It's a conversation. If you see somebody in a mall, somebody you haven't seen, seen, seen in a while, and you say hello, and they say hello, and you walk right by them, that's not a conversation. 
But when you stand there and you talk and you talk, and some of you know what I'm talking about, and you talk and you talk and you talk, and it goes back and forth and you talk and you talk and you talk and you talk. This is when we're talking about this. This is saith, speaketh. It's a conversation. And this conversation happens over a lifetime. Are you hearing? So we continue to say words against the Spirit of God. Continue to say words against his work and about what he is doing. That's not going to work it. Are you hearing me? And and, and the, the words that are really spoken the strongest is the words that you hear. They come out of your mouth and you hear it. And those words prevent you from receiving Christ because the work of the Spirit is to get people saved. Is to get people saved. And if you prevent Him, the Holy Spirit, from getting you saved, that's a sin that you you can't come back from because you're not saved. Does that make sense? I hope that's making sense. So let's see. Let's look at verse number uh, 33. It says, Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by its fruit. Look at that again. Either make the tree good. Remember, uh, the mouth is not going to be deceptive. You can't tame the tongue. It's going to be one way or the other. He says, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by its fruit. O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, how can you, being evil, speak what? Good things. Do you see that? How can you, being evil, speak good things or continue to speak good things? I mean, the devil can say something nice to you for a minute, but he can't keep it going. Sooner or later, there's going to be some hatred words coming out of there. Are you hearing me? Your enemy may say, oh, oh, this is good. Oh, you're such a pretty, you're so pretty. Drink this. You should drink, what's that? It's just water, poison. It's just water. You look so pretty today. Here, drink this. Look so pretty here. Drink this. Are you hearing me? He can be nice for a second, but he can't keep it up. He says, how can you, being evil, speak good things? How? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Remember that abundance of the heart, out of the abundance of heart, the mouth speaks. And it says here, I love the way the Lord says it here in verse 35. He says, a good man out of the good, what? Treasure of his heart bringeth forth, what? Good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. All right? Treasure is what you have stored up. Treasure is your prized possessions, what you hold to be value or valuable. You hold, you say, this is valuable. I'm putting this away. I'm storing this up for use at a later time. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, repository. It's a bank in your heart. It's what you have placed in you and you will speak out of what you have placed in you. Okay, or what you have allowed to be placed in you. We're going to see this again. Let's look again at Matthew 15. Matthew 15. Are you still with me today? Matthew 15, 15 says, Then Peter, then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare unto us this parable. And Jesus said, Are ye also yet without understanding? 
Do not ye yet understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth uh, into the belly and is cast out into the drought. Verse 18, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from what? Come forth from the heart and they defile the man. We talked about the word defile, meaning basically being uh, being unclean, being polluted, or being put out of place, put out of arrangement, becoming unsuitable. These things defile the man. Well, what sort of things, or how does that defilement look? Verse 19 says, for out of the heart proceeds, out of the heart proceeds, out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murderers, adulterers, fornications, uh, adulteries, fornications, uh, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands defiles not a man. So here again, look at the instruction of the Lord. He keeps saying over and over again. Now, let's go back. He says that you can't tame the tongue. There is a, there's an invisible line, an invisible circuit between your heart and your mouth. You can't control it. Taming is all about control. I tame this lion. I tame this and I, I tame this bird. Come here. Cuckoo. Got the bird landing on your arm. Oh, look at there. I tamed it. I tamed it myself. All right, go. Cuckoo. Oh, you tame and you tame, you tame. You tame your dog. Some people even learn to tame a cat. Make the cat do tricks. But the tongue can no man tame. If it is in your heart, it will come forth out of your mouth. You can't restrain it. You can't hold it back. If it's here, it's going to come forth. But what about those who are mute? Those who have no vocal cords, who cannot speak? Well, the Lord hears their words, too. On several occasions, several occasions, the Lord heard people speaking uh, in their minds. And he, and he spoke to their thoughts. He said things like, why reason you in your heart? Sarah said uh, to God uh, that she didn't laugh, but God said, yes, you did laugh. Sarah, by, by Sarah's experience, she may not have laughed outwardly, but inwardly she laughed. And God gave her credit. He said, yeah, you did laugh. I heard you. You did it on the inside. He responds to your thoughts. So don't think you say, well, I'm going to cut out my tongue. I'm never going to speak again. Well, you are still speaking. You speak very plainly. We can speak very plainly with our uh, inner voices, and you can also speak plainly with your actions. Are you hearing? So look at this again. So this is why it's going to, it's helping us to have, it's going to help you to have a clean hand, clean hands and clean heart. Let's look at Proverbs 4. And this is why the Lord instructs us here. Proverbs 4. Look at this in verse 23 and 24. Hang with me today, okay? Yes. Proverbs 4, verse 23 through 24 out of the New Living Translation. This is how it reads. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. 
Are you hearing? Now, it says guard your heart. Now, let me ask you a question. You've seen people, at least maybe you've seen them maybe on a movie or on TV. You've seen guards guarding something. They may stand at attention. They stand at attention. If they're guarding a room behind them, is that door normally open or is it closed? It's normally closed. And they're at the entrance of the door, walking maybe back and forth, or they're standing, standing their attention with the door closed. So when you guard something, when you're guarding your heart, think about it, when you're guarding your heart, will your heart normally be open or closed? If you are guarding your heart, that heart is going to be closed. Listen, the guard also has certain duties. Duties. Hmm. The guard also has a certain assignment. Okay? His job is to once uh, is to uh, one verify the identity of those that are entering. Who goes there? Halt. Who goes there? Oh, my name is General so and so, and I come from the village of so and so. All right, you're on the list. Come on in here. Halt. Who goes there? My name is corruption, and my name is, uh, yeah, gossip, and I, I'm coming. I want to come in that heart. No, gossip, you're now on the list. You're not coming in here. My name is love, and I want to, all right, you come on in here. The guard's duty is to, a duty. The guard's response or commission is to check the identity of those who enter. Keep that door closed. Check identity. If it has the proper identity or credentials, then you come on in. If the heart is normally open, anybody can come on in. And anything can come on in. And that's been the issue. We, like, we watch a lot of television, we social media, we listen to negative, negative people and all this stuff. And sometimes the news is oh, all kind of negative, all kind of bad. And we just sit there and just take it all in. We tell the guards, yeah, y'all go and help. It's going to break or something. Just, let, just leave the doors open. Let anything come on in. And so after a while, you got all this stuff in your heart, all this negative bitterness and all that stuff all in the heart. And then when you open your mouth, you say, blip, 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 bad, 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 blip, 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 blip. And say, oh, no, why did I say that? Why did I say that? You put your guards on break. The door wasn't closed. Nobody's standing guard. So listen, you are the one that has to guard your heart. You have to be sober. When an opportunity comes to hear something negative, oh, mm, no, mm, okay. They're going to talk about this. They're going to talk about the president. They're going to talk about this and all this negative stuff. You say, oh, no, can't be involved in that conversation. Mm, sorry. Yeah. Mm, I hear you. Hee <laughs> hee. Okay. Bye bye. I'm not going to involve in that. I'm not going to allow you to put that mess in me. Amen. 
Because when you sit there and listen, you are telling them, come on in. Come on into my heart. Come on in. All the negative, that's exactly what we do. We say, authorize. Come on in. All the hate-filled words and, and all the all the bad stuff. Come on in. He says, listen, guard your heart. Stand watch, stand watch about your heart. Stand watch about it. Check identity. Verify. And if it's the right thing, let it in. If it's the wrong thing, keep it closed. Nope, I'm not going to be involved in that conversation with you. Nope, mm-mm, not going to say that. Nope, I will not speak negatively about anybody. I will not allow that to come in my heart. You got to renew your mind. Are you hearing? So it says again, um, guard your heart above all else. For it determines the course of your life. They're speaking negatively about you. Hmm? I don't have to be around here to let you. I don't have to let you say that to me. I can leave. Are you hearing? Now look at this too. Let's look at Psalm, Psalm twenty-four, verse number one through five. And I want to break this down even further for you. Psalm 24, verses 1 through 5 of New Living Translation says this. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. For he laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean depths. Verse 3. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? That is, who may be elevated or exalted? Who's going to climb? Who's going to go higher in life? Does anybody want to climb, want to go to the next level, want to go higher in life? The question is, who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Stand means to be established. Who will be established? You know, some people may climb, but who can be established? Who's going to stay there? You know, we've all had some issues with money from time to time. You got it, but didn't keep it. Went up like this and down again and up again and down again. Who is going to be elevated and who's going to stay there? Let's find out the answer. Only those whose hands and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. Oh, my Lord. And never tell lies. Verse 5, they will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their Savior. Isn't that something? To be elevated, to be established, to receive the Lord's blessing, you got to have a clean hand. You got to have clean hands and a pure heart or pure hands and a pure heart. Now, let me break these things down to you. Then we're going to begin to close right here. How can you guard your heart or stop unwanted things from entering in? Let me give you seven things that you can take note of if you're taking notes. The first thing is speak what you want and not what you have. Speak what you want and not what you have. 
It's a tendency for the enemy to keep us in a trap. You say, I mean, the first of the month come up or middle of the month, I don't have any money. What are you doing? You're saying what you have. I don't have any money. I'm sick. You're saying what you have or you're saying what is. And as long as you keep saying what you have and saying what is, you'll have what you have and you'll have what is. You continue to cement it in place. But instead of cursing life, instead of speaking what you have, speak actually, speak actually what you want or speak what God says about the situation. Things come up short, instead of saying, oh, we're never gonna make it, I don't have it. Begin to say, thank you, Lord, I have more than enough. I have more than enough. You've supplied all our needs according to your rich and glory by Christ Jesus. We are well, hallelujah. We are well. Hallelujah, I am well. Instead of, I'm flunking out of this class. I don't understand this. I don't understand that. I don't understand this work. I don't understand my job. What are you doing? Saying what you have. Saying what is. Instead of that, thank you, Lord, you've given me wisdom. Thank you, Father, you've given me understanding. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that I'm getting an A out of this thing. Thank you, Lord, that you've called me to be, called me to be a more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus, my Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you're greater. I have the greater one living on the inside of me. Hallelujah. And I am triumphant. I am victorious through Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord. All is well. I thank you, Lord. All is well. Hallelujah. All is well. Glory to God. All is well. Instead of, allow, instead of allowing the enemy to put you in some pressure cooker and now you begin here again just to keep cementing what you have over and over again by saying what you have keep cementing it in place keep cementing it more cement more cement more cement more cement break the cycle of it I thank you, Lord, I'm the head, not the tail. I thank you, Lord, I'm above and not beneath. I thank you, Lord, that I'm blessed. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I thank you, Lord, that, that uh, I have your strength. I thank you, Father, that you've made me strong. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, that I am forgiven, that I am redeemed. Hallelujah. Instead of always saying what you have and keeping yourself in that same old spot, change your confession. Remember, guard your heart above all else, for it will determine the course of your life. Are you going to continue to be bound, or will you be made free? See, nobody can make that choice but you. So the first thing I would tell you to you again to do is speak what you want and not what you have. Speak what you want and not what you have. Second thing, bless what you have and don't curse it. Bless what you have and don't curse it. When they needed to eat there in the, in the, in the Bible and in the Lord Jesus with the disciples and all the people, all they had was a couple of fish and a few fish and some couple of loaves. Instead of cursing it and saying, we don't have enough, Jesus said, give me what you got. He looked up toward heaven and he blessed it and he broke it and everybody ate. 
Bless what you have and don't curse it. Oh, this old car. Oh, this old house. Oh, my old shoes. Oh, my husband. Oh, my wife. Oh, my children. Oh, I can't stand my job. Oh, this is, what are you doing? You're cursing what you have. You're cursing right where you are. You're cursing and cursing and cursing. You're living in a curse. Instead of cursing what you have, bless what you have. Oh, I thank God for this old car. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. It may not be exactly what I want, but thank you, Lord, that you can get me around from A to B. Thank you, Lord, for my shoes. It may have a little hole in the bottom of it, but it looks good on the surface. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. You begin to bless the Lord for what you have. I hope somebody's getting something out of there. Three, avoid negative talk, including people, um, TV, social media, music, books, etc. You can, I'm not saying you tell the negative people in your life that I can't talk to you anymore. But if life is like a theater, you don't have to sit them in the front row. You can sit them in the back. I can still be involved in your life. At a distance. Yes. I can pray for you, pray with you. you. But I've, I've been told, I've been commanded to guard my heart. Yes. And currently you are spewing out stuff that I'm not going to allow to get in my heart. Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Number four, speak the word over your life daily. Yes. And don't wait for someone else to speak it over you. How many people do I know? Pastor, give me a word. Say something good. You got your Bible. Declare the word of God over your own life. Daily. Are you hearing? Number five, purpose in your heart to encourage several people each day. When you're forced to encourage, when you focus, when you focus on encouragement, discouragement can't stay. Focus Focus or purpose each day to say something good yes. about others. Yes. Purpose each day. You say, I'm going to tell, tell three people today, man, you look good. Yes. I'm going to tell three people each day, yes. you know, you're going to be just fine. I'm going to tell them Jesus loves you. Yes. Everything is fine. You never know who needs to hear just that word. That word that day. Yes, purpose in your heart to do that. Purpose in your heart to do that. And discouragement will stay away from you. If you're focused, focused on putting good things out of your heart, continually sending good things out of your heart, negative stuff won't have any room. Amen. Number six, spend time, uh, spend time in daily Bible study and prayer. Number seven, confess your sins and righteousness unto God each day. You see, you know some negative stuff's in your heart. How do you know negative stuff is in your heart? Because it keeps coming out of your mouth. Yeah. If you know it's in your heart, then confess it out. When you confess it out, it goes out. Yes. Let me remind you again that it is not possible to tame or to curb or to restrain your tongue. Sooner or later, what's in your heart will come out. Amen. But let it come out in the presence of the Lord in the form of confession if it is something negative. Tell the Lord, Lord, I don't know why, but, well, maybe I do know why, but I can't stand so-and-so. They just get under my, they just get on my nerves, Lord. Jesus, let me be honest with you, Jesus. Let me be honest with you, Jesus. 
They get on my nerve. They made me want to cuss on the inside, Jesus. I'd rather you say that to him in confession. Lord, I confess this as a sin. And you said if I confess my sins before you that you are faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. That's how God will cleanse you, but you got to talk to him about it. But not only confess your sin, confess the righteousness. Thank you, Father, that I'm the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Thank you that all my sins have been washed away. You've forgiven me. You've redeemed me. You've restored me. That that now we have a right relationship through Christ Jesus. I am bold and courageous in you. Are you hearing? So not only the the sin, but confess also the good. And now let me just, we're going to end up with this in Proverbs 18, 21, because this is, this is just a reminder, and we'll end with this, because I don't want to go too far today. Proverbs 18.21 says, the tongue can bring death or life. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk shall reap the consequences. King James says the power, of, power of, of life and death are in the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I like the way New Living Translation says it as well. The tongue can bring death or life to you. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences of it. The consequences of speaking life is you'll have life. Love to talk life. Love to speak life, life-giving words. And guess what? You'll eat the consequences of it. You'll receive the consequences. What are the consequences? Life, health, peace, joy, love. Love to talk life. But if you love to talk death, you'll receive that too. So guarding your heart, guarding your heart. You become a good guard now. This week, I want to challenge all of you. Become a good guard and guard your heart. Keep that door closed and you monitor what goes in and what goes out. You be the guard and you declare, if there's a negative conversation, mm -mm, I'm not going to allow that to get in me. Because if you stand by and don't do anything, guess what's happening? It is getting in you. It is getting in you. You have to stop. Nope, not going to allow that. And then every day, confess, confess out of your mouth things that negative things that are in your heart, things that have gotten in there, things that are bringing defilement. Just confess that stuff out of you. Just confess it out. Confess it out before the presence of the Lord. And as you confess it, he's faithful and he's just to cleanse you. Forgive and cleanse. Forgive and cleanse. And then, of course, confess your righteousness. Confess who you really are in him. And you'll see life beginning to turn and beginning to turn and beginning to turn. Better and better and better. Say with me, I'm getting better. Better in every way. Every day. My life is getting better. All of my needs have been supplied. And I live in abundance. I have divine health and divine wealth. God uses me to spread the message of love everywhere I go. 
I'm divinely favored. I'm divinely favored. Everything I put my hands to do, it prospers in Jesus' name. Yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand of praise, hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You say, it felt really good to say that. It felt really good to say that. Guess what? You don't have to wait to come to church to say it. Every day, you can say something good. You can declare the word of God. I'm divinely protected by angels. His angels are covering me right now. You can declare that. You can declare goodness and mercy follows me every day of my life. Following me, I'm prosperous, I'm the head, I'm, the ta- I'm not the tail, I'm above only and not beneath. I'm going up, hallelujah, I'm ascending, I'm climbing to the higher, higher heights and deeper depths. I'm doing it, hallelujah. I'm prospering, I'm always safe, I'm always secure, I'm always loved, I'm always accepted. I'm never alone. He's with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you're speaking life, your soul, your spirit man, gets all excited. And from the inside, you're like, yeah, 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 that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's what I needed to hear. Well, instead of waiting on somebody to tell you, say it to yourself. Speak it to yourself. I challenge every husband to speak it over your wife, speak it over, speak it over your children. Parents, speak it over your children. Tell them, hey, you're a prince. Hey, you're a king. You're a princess. You're a queen. Well, you may not want to tell your daughters that she's a queen. Depending on their attitude. But anyway, speaking life over them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Just speaking life over them. All joking aside, just speak life over them. Speak life over your family. Tell them they're royalty because it's true. Are you hearing? All right. So, Father, I thank you as I pray now for our, I pray now for this congregation and for those that are right now listening and watching all around the world. Lord, as we enter into prayer, Lord, I pray that you would bless them in their going in and in their going out, that you would cause them to be the head and not the tail, above only, not beneath. And, Father, I declare that they're getting better better and better every day in every way. Father, I declare that our children are blessed. We declare them blessed, that they are secure in who they are and that they are secure in you. And Father, I thank you that they are blessings to their parents and that our parents are blessings to them. Father, I thank you and I declare that every household is in order. Every household is set in order and that every household is covered by the blood of Jesus. Father, I decree the blessing of God upon every family. I decree it. I declare the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and addeth no sorrow. Father, I declare the decree that everyone will operate in their divine calling and purpose and I decree, Lord, that they'll go forth, carry the anointing of the Holy Spirit and their lives shall be changed their communities shall be changed their world shall be changed Father I declare them to be ambassadors of the Lord Jesus Christ and that they will carry the presence and power of God everywhere they go Father I declare that their bad days are behind them and good days are before them Hallelujah 
I declare it. I declare the decree. I decree favor, favor, favor. I declare the decree favor, favor, favor. The favor of God. Lord, I declare their bodies are healthy. They're healthy, they're healthy, they're healthy. Sickness and disease, poverty, shame and guilt cannot remain with them. Well, we declare it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, what was once withheld from them has now been released to them. I declare breakthrough. I declare breakthrough in every area of their lives. I declare the dam that's been holding back their blessings has been broken in the name of Jesus. And I declare that long overdue blessing now release to them in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak life. Live. Live, live in the name of Jesus. Be fully awake and be fully alive. Be fully awake and be fully alive. Fully awake and fully alive. I declare it, Father. I declare our children are blessed. Our children are blessed. They are blessed. They are blessed. They are blessed. Grandchildren are blessed. They are blessed of the Lord. They are blessed of the Lord in the name of Jesus. They are royalty. They are royalty. They are royalty. They are royalty. They are kings and priests. I declare they're kings and priests in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. We declare them blessed. We declare them favored. Wherever they are, Father, we declare them blessed. We declare them favored. And Lord, we declare that our household saved. We declare our household saved. We declare our sons and daughters saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. We declare them saved. We declare them saved. And Lord God, we we confess, Lord, speaking any negative words about them, Lord God, we cast that down in the name of Jesus. And we we declare that every negative word spoken out of our mouth uh, concerning them is cast down in the name of Jesus. And we declare that that now washed away, that negative confession washed away by the blood of Jesus. And Lord God, we declare good things in their lives. We declare them on fire for you, on fire for you in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. We declare it in the name of Jesus. We declare head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. As we walk in step and in tune with your spirit. We thank you, Father. And we declare the victory as we speak it forth from our mouths. (laughs) As the fire of God falls. Fill us, Father. Set our heart ablaze with the Holy Ghost. Set our tongues on fire with the Holy Ghost. That change may come about. We give you praise today, Father. And again, I bless you for everyone here and everyone listening and watching. We love you guys so very much. In Jesus' name, if you're in the neighborhood, come around and see us. But until then, we'll see you on the next broadcast. We love you. God bless you. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. 
That's kingdomrock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. In there, you will find this program and so much more. We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.